Welcome to episode 94 of the Minecraft podcast. This episode of the Minecraft podcast is brought to you by audible.com. To download a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Minecraft. Hi. Mine, wait, wait, Minecraft or just Minecraft? Minecraft. Like past tense? I said I said it wrong, don't I? It's Minecraft. What? Mine Are you? Wait, all right, Pyro's out. Yeah. Right, he doesn't even know what group he's in. He won't even miss it. It's it's my accent that makes it out to be like that, though. Where's, like the, where's the tea come from? <laughs> Minecraft. That's no, like Game Boy Advanced. The, that word. <laughs> <laughs> but it is M-I-N-D-C-R-A-C-K. Oh, man. So, Daisy. Yeah. Back, gonna, it's been a while since we talked about, about Daisy. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so apparently Daisy is now due to come out in 2016. You guys remember that article that said the public beta was supposed to be out? In December. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck you. It's not coming out yet. <laughs> Anyways. Yep. Yeah. And apparently, it's so good that they decided to raise the price. Yeah. Are they, you serious? Yep. <laughs> yep. They it, raised the price now just to get ready for when they release it in 2016. They're going to raise it a little bit more when they actually release it in 2016. But this is going to ease us in to when we have to pay for it again in 2016 guys don't worry they have (laughs) they have plans guys they have plans for every quarter of next year they do they they do do that they show it oh my god look they're gonna have diseases in 2015 i hope it kills them all oh that was sorry (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i don't like i don't understand how this game is still going especially at this rate like it was supposed to be out last year, then it was supposed to be beta this year at, like, December, and now it's not even going like, to be coming out until 2016? At what point does, like, early, like, can I put out, like, a game right now, early access, and not have it come out to like, 2020 or something like that? Like, yeah, I, don't, well, they, I don't know. You can. I don't know how many people will buy it, though. They may I mean, not. All the Kickstarters. I've never gotten anything from a Kickstarter. I'm still waiting for everything I've ever Kickstarted. Hey, I got a. Um, what was it Never Alone? <laughs> no, not Never Alone. I got. Uh, yeah. I've got everything I ever Kickstarted. Yeah. Wow. I don't. You're the only people I know. Like uh, uh, other people I've talked to, like Labtech. He bought. He paid four dollars for a desk. Never got it. Two years later, they, <laughs> they're bankruptcy and they're just gone. Like, I, I don't know anyone. Yeah, even people I know that have done Kickstarters haven't delivered. So I don't, I don't know. I don't have any faith in Kickstarter ever. I know that Daisy. I know this has. We're just I'm no relation to what we're talking about. But yeah, wow. You're gonna That's be an invest, investor one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, the thing that bugs me about this whole Daisy thing is, is that uh, you know, back when it was a mod, I bought Arma Three and all that crap basically just to play Daisy. And then, like, a month or two after I did that, I had to buy it again to play because they went standalone. Just be and happy you bought it already because they increased that price. I don't understand how they can increase yeah. the price. Yeah. Well, Didn't they also do, like, a shady thing during, like, the Steam exploration sale that it was, like, 15% off, but then they actually increased it by 50%? They had, yeah, they had raised the price already and then put it on sale. Yeah. Dude, what can be interactive? What the fuck? It used to be awesome, but now, like, the shady operations you guys are doing are making me kind of think otherwise. Don't uh, don't underestimate the price of inflation on ramen noodles, man. It goes up every year. People got to eat. Ramen noodles? We're not talking about ramen noodles. That's why the price is so high. Man's got to eat, man. Uh, but we don't eat 
But we don't need Daisy. That's the thing. You do need to eat. I understand, but the developers got to eat them ramen noodles. That's the that's what I'm putting noodles? forward here. Oh, what? okay. What are you going to do in like 2016 when this game comes out? If it is that game, the game that you've always waited for, they they finally did it. They made the the perfect open sandbox game. I don't have any faith left, man. I, I've, I'm. I don't Every know. single one of these games in this in this vein that's trying to do this, just thinking about that makes me want to fall asleep. So I just don't even know. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think this game's ever going to exist. I don't know. I, th- I think I think they had the opportunity, but they kind of waited too long and shot themselves in the foot many times now. Oh man! Like it's not only really that, but I mean, like there's so many of these zombie sandbox games now out, and it's just like I don't know. Like I'm 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 I'll always be a huge zombie fan. I think the zombie genre itself is also kind of coming to an end in in games. I love the way they've got some of this planned. Like Q3 2015, they're going to add birds and a console prototype. So you're going to get birds, and you're also going to maybe get it on your PlayStation. And then in Q4 2015, which is right before it comes out, they're going to start working on integrating it with Steam. Like, what? Shouldn't that be, like, earlier on in the whole thing? Like shouldn't mm-hmm. uh, like I would think things you would add to the game would require Steam community integration already to work correctly. Why is that the last thing that's getting added? I, I think we're starting to see a, a trend here. I think uh, next year around this time we're going to see that the beta version is actually going to be coming out in 2016 December. Right. Cause, oh man, because all the betas are supposed to be happening at the end of the years, right? So Q3 you get the birds, and in Q4 there can be your friend. You can go out like fucking <laughs> Cinderella and sing to him. It takes a whole quarter of a year to start trading that bird for him to become a companion. <laughs> yeah. If they would have started with like a blank slate Unity game and started adding Arma's features into it back when they started doing it for Arma, they would be done by now. This is ridiculous. You know what I think is, is going on? I, th- I, th- I think that they probably should never have said when things are going to be coming out. Because well, that's what Valve does, isn't it? They don't give release dates for that yeah, reason. Yeah, but, like, they, they screw this up so many times. Yeah, exactly. Like, they screw this up so many times. Like, I'm... Mm. This is probably going to be... <sighs> this is a little different because they have a game and they they have a game out and they've had it out for a long time. And the, the hiccups are the part where they moved this over to standalone and it actually wasn't different from the mod. I mean, it, it was. There were differences, but it really felt basically exactly the same. It broken and you know well anyway and then uh the other thing is is that there doesn't appear to be much progress it this huge amounts of time go by before you get an update but what changes has anything changed every time you load up the game it seems like it's the same damn game you haven't noticed the birds they added (laughs) that's because it's not the future it's the present right now good that's no no it's the third quarter of 2015 (laughs) (laughs) It sucks because I really wanted to like this, but now oh, every single time I get pushed UI back. Sorry, I didn't interrupt you there, but <laughs> if you're used to the UI now, it's going to change in Q2. I like how you're going from like, what the furthest thing being added to like the newer stuff. Oh, look at that. Beta version expected to be 34.99 pounds. Oh, look at that. Basic vehicles at the very first. Yeah. Go backwards. Well, certain things just kind of stand out like, oh, that makes sense. That's like, wait, what? New UI? Like, what the fuck? Should you uh, like the order in which they're doing shit? I imagine they they like had a, a board of all the things they needed to do. It was like one of those Velcro boards. They all had the little Velcro balls, and they like threw the balls. They're like, I got a Q1 ball, throw it. Oh, look, <laughs> basic vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> That's rule. Yeah. Well, 
Speaking yeah. of adding features to games, the new World of Warcraft expansion, Warlords of Draenor, launch has begun, and apparently the subscription base for WoW has surpassed 10 million. Again. Wow. Again. 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 Yeah, that's crazy. What were they at before? Weren't they like a little under or over 8 million or something like that before? Yeah, it was, before, it was like yeah, quite they, a bit. They about 3 million uh, with the release of this expansion, which apparently is the worst expansion to release of all time, so I don't know... I don't know how you game players during that. It must be really good content they've added to the game. I have no idea. I haven't followed it. They were up. People uh, saying that it made them made them feel like the uh, early days of WoW again. Really? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Huh. Don't say that. Now I'm interested. I've heard Shaman (laughs) stuff again, so it sounds about the early days of WoW again. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have to do a ton of attunements to get it to like some raids again? Oh man, attunements. No, no. There's no way they've they've gone that far back to where there's actual like skill required to play the game dude if they did i think i might go back <laughs> i don't know I, I miss those days uh you dream well, of them still, like, don't you? five million down from where they were at their their, their peak though i think they oh yeah, their yeah. Peak. i know uh I Sevenus has been playing it but he he hasn't he hasn't done uh during stuff he's i think he leveled from zero to 69 right now and he's been streaming that and mm. yeah Seeing all my friends play it again. How much? Uh, how much more expansions did they say they're going to bring? Have they said that? They they they'd always said a hundred to be the level cap. I don't know where they went with this one. Is it ninety five? Is the cap? So probably one more. Wow, that's crazy. But like they're setting game. up something for like some kind of time travel type thing. So the way they could do is once you hit level hundred, the the next expansion could be some kind of rift that takes you back in time with a new timeline. Mm-hmm. Because this expansion is based on some kind of time travel, right? Yeah, I haven't yeah. checked it. I, I've I've not really been into the WoW scene too much. I played the trial and that was it. <laughs> so I didn't really get sucked in. But uh, I always thought they were going to hold out for their, you know, they're going to keep pumping the expansions at least until they release that Titan. But that's been canceled, hasn't right. it, or postponed? Yeah. So no, I'm they cur- completely they, they canceled, canceled it. it. Yeah, I'm curious they to see where they're it. going now with that then, and what their next big idea is. Well, they've Blizzard has reformed how they work internally to some degree over the last few years. They used to have these big teams that would that would work on projects like World of Warcraft, and now they've put together a lot of smaller teams, and they've done stuff uh, like Hearthstone and stuff like that. And they're seeing more profit from the smaller teams. So I think they're mm-hmm. changing the way that things are working inside the company, and maybe it's reinvigorating them because it sounds like they're they're going in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. I, I actually shit. I've always owned shares of Blizzard, and they've never done anything ever. You own shares of Blizzard? Yeah, crazy. That's it's crazy. I used to play wow. it so hardcore that I felt like I should invest, but <laughs> yeah. their shares are worth like nothing, so it doesn't matter. Have those shares been good to you at all? No, 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 no. They, no. they don't. They don't do anything. They don't go anywhere. <laughs> they just sit around being worth nothing. You should have cashed out when it was at its peak, dude. You That's should've. the thing. Like they, they didn't even like. Whenever, whenever the game does well, it doesn't translate to people to the shares of that company going up. It doesn't make any sense. Like nothing, the, the, that stock makes the least amount of sense of any stock I own. But this, anyways, doesn't matter. That's all. Not very good. Not very good. It wasn't a Kickstarter. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, at least it wasn't a Kickstarter. That's right. Speaking of going. Uh, well, I was going to try and link something that completely went blank in my head. So, Sony <laughs> is to partially refund early US Vita adopt- adopters, adopters, uh, not adopters, adopters, well, adopters after its deceptive marketing. So this title reads, and I actually think this is a very nice thing of 
uh, Sony to do. They, I think they refunded $50 credit, didn't they, after uh, they uh, promised a bigger game library at launch or something like that? And, uh, yeah, I've heard a few of my friends getting this refund. I have not got uh, an email. No? No. Well, I don't they, own a Vita at all, but tempting. I mean, one thing that I've, I have actually run into that's mentioned in the article is the fact that remote play doesn't uh, work the way that they said it would work. Uh, there's a lot of games where you can't, you, you, you can connect to your PS3, you go to play the game, and it says, this game's not supported by blah, blah, blah. So you can, actually can't use remote play with everything. So mm-hmm. that, that, is a, that is a difference from what they claimed at the beginning. Oh, I see. I just ran into that the other day. Oh, really? I've never yeah. tried so, to do remote play. It's yeah, cool when it works. Oh. I, I actually... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I actually thought that it was originally Sony giving it back for, for free, you know, giving good guys Sony, but no, it seems they've been forced to do this, right? Yeah. From the Federal Trade Commission. So is that is that just for the U.S.? Or? I don't know. I was wondering, too. Well, it's relating well, to the FTC, worldwide. so that's... Right. I think that's the only way they, like, the area they govern, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. while we're talking about Sony, has everyone heard about this, like, they're getting hacked recently? Yeah, I heard but I didn't look like into it. It's like their headquarters, right? Or right. Like Apparently, 100 terabytes of data was stolen. I was just, like, looking at that right now. How do you download, how do you steal 100 terabytes of data? They must have had, well, I mean, I'm sure Sony's got some pretty fucking open bandwidth, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, I wonder how long people had access to, to, their, to their machines. Right. Could have been for a very extended period of time or something like that. Uh, apparently, like a lot of unreleased movies and scripts, thirty-eight hundred social security numbers for every employee. Damn, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, anyway. it is a lot of stuff. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it takes. Look, I can't. Do, I'm trying, I, I'll be honest. I'll put it out there. I'm trying to do do badge for the week, not do badge, but. Uh, yeah, you no, are. Just, just uh, I'm trying to be Baj for the week and do the segues, and it's tough, you know. You got to give Baj credit where it's due. Um, but speaking of giving credit where it's due, we can all give a round of applause to uh, Edmund McMillan and Nicholas for publishing the Ben of Isaac Rebirth. Oh hell and yeah! Fantastic. One of my one of my favorite games of the year so far. Um, and uh, definitely recommend people to check it out. But uh, Edmund McMillan posted uh, that. There is a new expansion coming for the uh, Ben and Isaac Rebirth, and there has been some reach out to fans on Reddit for potential new items within the game. So uh, this is actually very interesting. Uh, yeah. Asking fan input for an expansion, and really nice way to do it. I'm glad that uh, there's definitely going to be an expansion for Rebirth, as I've got like 60, 70 hours in the game already. Dude, I hard. have that alone on my Vita. <laughs> that's not that's not even considering the uh the PC release. What am I at on the PC? I gotta take a look. Yeah, I'm at seventy nine hours on my PC. Yeah, it's a really, really great game and I I didn't really expect to be drawn in so much because I spent so much time on the original, but it just feels like so fresh compared to the original. Dude, it's so smooth compared to uh, to Wrath. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm I wanna I I, I might even just like launch a wrath tonight just to see how it compares. I heard a lot of yeah. people say it's like very like I don't know, it's not as fluid as as mm-hmm. rebirth, but I'm I'm excited like uh cuz you know people get to have like an input of like the uh 
you know, the themes, the names and mm-hmm. visuals and all that. So I'm excited to see what people might suggest. I don't know. Having it like I hope it's not just people aren't going to like Nicholas and Edmund. I hope they don't just pick like the top rated ideas. I don't know. That seems weird because like mm-hmm. you could have some high influencer who like suggest something really stupid and it'd be yeah, uploaded a lot. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, you could get that if you wanted to pause. I assume you could go and beg for upvotes and get it on your comment. But uh, hopefully that isn't done by someone on there. But I've been looking at the suggestions they've put. And uh, some of them are actually really interesting. Some of them seem very game-breaking, the, the people are suggesting. So I assume they're going to just leave those out. Uh, hopefully they will make wise decisions on that I don't one. Know. I, like, I missed some of the, the items. Like, um, Have you picked up um, Dr. Fetus? I have. It is so boring now compared yeah. to Wrath. Like, it it scales with your damage. I know that, but in Wrath, it was like a game winning item that you picked up, and it was like it was that trump card, man. And there's not it many was. of those trump cards anymore. I mean, you got like Brimstone, and you got the knife Mom's and everything, knives. but yeah, that's pretty much think, it now. I think uh, I do miss some of those very overpowered runs, but I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of them feel uh, a lot of those items feel a lot more balanced now. Uh, but I guess it's dependent on your playstyle. Yeah. And how you like to play. Um, well, speaking of playing, a lot of people have been doing a lot of that over the past couple of days <laughs> with wow. Pokemon Omega Ruby. <laughs> I, I, guys, I, am, I am so okay. sorry that I didn't come here because you've had to put up with segues like that. <laughs> sorry, Save us sorry, bad. Save, Save us, us bad. Well, this, is, this is the last one I'm doing. So <laughs> I, I, was, I, I was funny enough playing, which is why I completely missed the clock. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Baj, as we were saying, speaking of playing, three million people worldwide have been playing the new Pokemon games. That was sold in three, in three days. days. And I don't think... Does this include the European release? I don't think it does, actually. Uh, it's uh, just Japan, the US, and certain other territories like Australia and New Zealand. Three million copies in three days. How insane yeah, is that? It amazes me that Pokemon is still this popular. It's great, I remember man. Pokemon when I was you know, younger than you are now. Yeah. It's the, the longevity of it is just crazy. Is Did there still a show about it? Pokemon. What are you talking about, Batman? That shit went around when you were that young. Yeah, well, well. 1997, wasn't it? 98? Is yeah, it really? The yeah, first yeah, yeah. One. yeah. I, I was living with my mate. Just, he just left uni, so. That's crazy. I thought, I thought it was something that came out well after, like, Magic. I thought it was like a ripoff of Magic, The Gathering. I think it is, but Magic's ancient as well, though. Yeah. It's not that... Fuck, I don't know. Apparently, I don't know how anything is. Wiki, Wiki. 1996. Really? Yep. Wow. Crazy. It is really Pocket old. Pocket Monsters! Arr. That was 15. Hmm. Okay. And I think the whole the whole Pocket Monsters thing is, it, it kind of says to me it's aimed at kids. And it's set, and I always take the piss out of, you know, Pyro and others saying, oh, yeah, no, I don't play Pokemon because I'm not 14. But it's, it's obviously, it has grown and developed into something that isn't just a kid thing anymore. Uh, I think the main reason for that is uh, the online. When, when they added the online to it, I just got so addicted to it because there's these hidden uh, layers of the game that kids won't see unless they devote a lot of time. And you know they have the they have like stats like attack, defense, you know, such such and such. But under that, there's things called IVs and EVs, and you can influence the way your Pokemon get them. So you can really customize your team and there's a lot more customization than shown and if you watch some of the competitive play like it really is like watching you know like a, a tcg uh it really is like watching one of those games uh very intense very tactical and that's where i that's why i really get into it 
I mean, if you talk to, say, somebody that's not into games or, or fantasy or anything like that about Magic the Gathering, mm-hmm. they're all like, you know, they're instantly switched off because it's it's wizards and it's you know magic and stuff. And they're like, no, I don't want to do that. But, but Magic the Gathering, which I have played, is, is, is quite a tactical game. And if you, if you strip that fantasy sort of layer off, it's still a very tactical fighting mm-hmm. game. Is, is, is that what you're saying? You know, Pokemon has that element to it as well, where it's... Yeah, I think Pokemon's got the reputation it has because of the TV show. Um, that's probably sparked its popularity yeah. a lot with the younger generation, but a lot of us have watched the TV show when we were kids. And let's be honest, that show was really aimed at kids. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it doesn't... The games came first. They actually made the show off the games. So it, it kind of sucks to give it the brand image, but there is a lot of older players. I think there was a survey done in Japan a few years back, and it was like 23, the average age for uh, those games. So... Well, I think a lot of the people who grew up with like watching it grew up still enjoying Pokemon, so that's why you have that older age yep. gap too there. For sure. Or not gap, but group. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel weird because like I don't know, after like the first generation I kind of fell off and it still looks fun, but I, I feel so lost trying to get into it. It is yeah. tough because there's the 700 odd Pokemon now and it's tough to know them all. I just played through all of the games that I missed. I think I went like five years without playing any of the new ones, and I just decided to play through them, and that really just got me back into it. But it is tough coming back into it because there's there's some recurring characters in the games. There's some you know recurring themes, and uh, you can play it without playing the other games. But you know it, it does help a little bit. Is there still a TV show on it? There is. Uh, they do TV shows every. I don't know. There's new seasons every couple months, uh, but I haven't been watching it at all. I watched the last one like five years ago, I think. Is Ash but Ketchum dead? Pop- no, he's still alive. He's really? Still 11 years old. He still has his Pikachu. He's still um, 11 years old. Yeah. So it's very popular actually in Japan. I don't, I'm not sure of the viewership in the US, but they, they really do enjoy it over there. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Dang old Pokemans. Cough, cough, badge. Is he even here? You You don't mean to be the new segue, man. (laughs) I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry, dude. I thought you were going to carry on. All right. um, I'm just, I guess I'm just not one of the crew at the moment. Talking of the crew. (laughs) Wow. That's just as bad as me. Can I have my job back? Are you glad I'm here? Uh, The crew is available to media for review on launch day and not before. Um, We've seen that before, haven't we? Ubisoft. Why why Ubisoft? Why? Because Ubisoft have forgotten how to make a game. You know, that actually came out. The crew actually came out yesterday. Um, I was looking uh, for some reviews, but because of this, I don't even know. Yeah, well, the user score in Metacritic is like 6.5. So I'm not sure whether that's just people trolling because they hate Ubisoft or whether it's actually not that great. Uh, but it does suck because I, as much as I, I want to say I don't base what I'm going to buy my game zone reviews, I do. I really like I, I try to form an opinion on multiple reviews. Um, so I'll go and look at a high score review and a mid score or low score if I'm going to buy it. And yeah. I'm just going to buy the crew. If, well. if you're if you're if you're not paused, you can't buy every game. Uh, so you, need to, <laughs> you need to have some sort of barometer on which to say right which one am i going to spend my money on is it going to be this or is it going to be that and you need those reviews to say yes this is good and if somebody is saying 
we're not going to let you review our game. And you've got to think, well, you don't want us to sell your game because you don't think we're going to sell your game because it's poo. I think they're just worried about more backlash, especially with, uh, you know, the release of Assassin's Creed and also Far Didn't Cry 4. Didn't they give? Wasn't there a lot of beta access for the crew? I yeah, they got, they got beta access, but they didn't give any review codes for the full release uh, of the game. Well, the, the stated reason is that they, uh, they don't think that it can be adequately replicated based off of what the users are going to experience. You can't have enough reviewers and developers playing, so they said, for them to review it properly the way it's going to operate when it's released. Because uh, it's such a massive online game. Yeah, Supposedly, I, uh, the, the, the I, objective was to, ha- <laughs> to have uh, many hundreds of people playing together at the same time uh, or something like that. I understand that, but I, I think maybe sending copies out and then putting sort of a embargo for like a day or two to get the full game review could be acceptable. Yeah. But then again, like there's some, was it IGN that uh, held back their Smash Wii U review until there was people online to play against and then they put it up? Mm-hmm. I kind of like that method instead of having to wait for so long because now it's going to take a lot longer. For... Critics aren't stupid. If you say to them, you know, this is a, you know, a massively multiplayer online world and we haven't got a massive amount of people on it yet because it's you know, review access, then they're going to take that into account, surely. Mm-hmm. For sure. I guess it just didn't help that that uh, collided with Unity, the launch of Unity and how sort of bad that went, that uh, you know, this news really just seemed a little bit Worse than it is. Yeah, the Unity was but, broken. Man. Yeah, well, they did. Uh, I mean, they, they, they for have. It, didn't they, yeah, they have. They have apologized. And uh, someone, someone's removed my huge list of Ubisoft apologies that I posted. Um, We're gonna they, read them all. <laughs> well, they pretty much apologized for every game they've released, from what I can work out. It's why have hmm. we not learned from our mistakes? Well, it's like EA. I mean, EA does the same thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Keep going back. I mean, hell, we I, pu- well, I puked on them. I did the best I could. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, I don't know. What, what does an apology do? I'm sorry there's bugs. Like, It's easier to apologize than it is to you know, get it right, I think, isn't it? <laughs> Like the the this this article was was released on November twenty seventh, but literally after that, one day ago the uh, the second they're already announcing next year's big Assassin's Creed is set in Victorian London. Like, is now really the time to yeah, to announce a, that? Like, you're not really going to inspire people, are you? They have that marketing momentum. Yeah. They want to milk the shit out of that. Franchise. There's no such thing can. as bad publicity, right? Exactly. I don't. I don't know if that's going to bear out to be true in Ubisoft's case, because they they're building a, a reputation for. I just want them to learn, broken. Man. Yeah, that's the thing. If you if you if you're making if you're making a reputation for making things that are broken, and you're currently in the middle of a big cloud of oh my god, we broke this, to say hey, our next thing's coming. It's probably not the best thing. Like to the do, game's not even—it's still not utilized to its full potential, and yet they're already planning the next release, which will be one year from now. So, get prepared for another broken game. I—I <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played Unity, but I've seen some videos, and it is shocking. Yeah, things—things things that really just shouldn't have gone past QA. 
I mean, there, there, there's graphical glitches and there's things like that, and I'm pretty sure I've said this before, but to have figure N- NPCs like popping up out of the ground and, and, and hanging around, that, that's not... That's not an error because somebody's got a different PC set up from somebody else. That is inherent code that's wrong. Yep. I don't know. Anyway, talking of watching other people playing games, uh, Steam are going head-to-head, from what I can work out, with Twitch. And they've started doing a beta of Steam broadcasting. Is it actually... is Is it them trying to compete with Twitch? Well, that's what the media are saying. Um, it seems that it does the same job. You know, you, you play a game, you press a button, and you're now streaming it to people. Uh, you can you can change who watches it. It can be your friends. It can be people who request, I think, or it can be anybody. Uh, yeah. And if it's anybody, it goes on a sort of a big list of people who are streaming right now. I don't know. Obviously, the thing that Twitch has got going for it is you can obviously earn money from doing it, which... I can't see Steam giving people money. Hey, man. <laughs> I, I can see, you know, Steam currency being as, like, donations and all that. Yeah, maybe. I would look at it as a useful tool for other purposes related to what we do, such as being able to... Um, you can involve other commentators now in your single-player play, right? Yes. Yeah, that is interesting. I wonder... What do you mean? Uh, it's too, I guess it's too early to judge the delay. So what I mean is, I could be playing a game like Skyrim or something like that, and I could have one of you guys essentially over my shoulder commentating what's going on. Hey, listen. But can't you already do that on Twitch? I guess I don't understand how. There's uh, there's like a 20 second delay on Twitch, so you can't really watch. Okay, okay. So you could do it on Hitbox then, where there's not a delay. (laughs) Right. I I thought maybe you were saying. But it's integrated with Steam, though, so it's, it's more. I don't know. I mean. Yes, I guess you could do this with other existing okay. services as well. It's, it's, it's giving yeah. us. I didn't tool. know if you meant like you could play the game or something. I, I don't know. I thought I thought maybe this yeah. was some kind of game integration or something. Is what you were saying? No, no. Yeah. Only that you can you can control who views this. Like you can't. Right. Hitbox is just it's right. all or nothing. Yeah, thing I'm curious is because like in here it says how do I start slash stop my broadcasting? It says when you're playing a game and someone starts watching, you automatically start broadcasting. What, like, what if I actually leave that on and we're recording, like, an episode of, like, G-Bot or something like that? <laughs> you know? It's probably an always-on service, just, like, Shadow Play or some other thing like that. Mm. No, what I haven't be, tried this. Is they'll probably have it where, like, if you're looking at, like, like you use Skyrim as an example. You're looking at Skyrim, per- thinking about purchasing Skyrim, it'll probably show the top streams for Skyrim that are currently going on type of thing on the, the buy page for that 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 game. But if I'm streaming Skyrim, will there be a logo in the top corner that tells me I'm streaming? I mean, I oh, think yeah. there's a chat window and stuff, isn't there? See, it shows a chat window, but I think that's like for when you're watching the broadcast. Like, I'm just wondering, like, what the chat integration would entail as you know the the broadcaster. Where would you, where would that be? Like, would you well, require a second monitor for that, or it is it is live? So I mean, we could theoretically go and try it, but. Yeah. yeah, you have to be running the beta. But I would imagine that they'd put controls for this in the uh, Steam overlay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just doesn't It just doesn't say anything on here. It might be in the FAQs, but I haven't read that yet. Uh, it's, uh, again, this is what I've said about Minecraft clones. If, 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 if a game comes in that's like Minecraft, 
what is it giving me that makes me think, well, I'm going to leave Minecraft and go and play this. And a lot of them that come out, there isn't really anything. This is kind of the same to me. It's like I, I'm, I'm used to using a certain streaming thing. Why am I going to switch to this? What are you offering me that's new and exciting? And it doesn't well, seem to be anything. What does this have in common with anything else? This isn't like Twitch or Hitbox. You're not streaming to a website with an audience like a chat room or something like that, the way that you do in Twitch or Hitbox. This is something where it's more integrated with Steam, and I can't really think of anything that's like this. It just knows that <laughs> it's, you, you know, it's you're doing the same game. thing, though. It, it, it's you are streaming a game, and there are people watching with a chat box that can talk to you. So the, the only thing it's doing is not going via a third-party website, as far as I can tell. No, it is, it's isn't it? I mean, they're not connecting directly to you. They're still connecting to a Steam browser where they're viewing you streaming. Yeah. I wonder... I think the only thing that makes this different is that you can limit it to your Steam friends and stuff, but you can, ha you can if, you, if you just stream to the, to the site... Then it, it it is pretty much the same thing as Twitch, right? As far as I can see, I, I can't see anything that's spectacularly different. I guess I just don't see a reason why I would use this as a person well, yeah, who streams on Twitch, right? Yeah. Other, unless you want to use it in those. I mean, there are edge cases where you want to stream to just your friends and stuff like that. You're not a Online personality, you're just gonna, hey, buddy, come check this thing out, and yeah. you want your friend to be there. So it's like a, it's almost like Minecraft Realms versus. Yeah, like I, I, there was like, um, when Dark Souls first came out, I was trying to beat a boss, and was so I didn't want to set up like this was when this is when Dark Souls came out like a couple of years ago. I, I was live streaming at the time, but I, I didn't have a second account or anything. So what I ended up doing was uh, using DXTory as, or wait, not, yeah, DXTory, and I use XSplit, and I outputted the XSplit to Skype, and I streamed uh, that to my friend because I was, I was stuck and I needed help, and obviously he was across Canada. It worked, and yeah, so I, I guess for things like that, but I don't know, like, I'm, I'm wondering how much of a toll on this on the CPU it would take, uh, and I was reading it doesn't save broadcast or anything like that either, so... And I wonder, I mean, we're saying that, you know, Twitch has got a 20-second delay. We don't know how much delay this has got. I, I think this is something we we should check out. Yeah. yeah. It only came out, what, yesterday, didn't it? It was the day before yesterday. Yeah. We are not uh, qualified. I don't know. I guess uh, I'm just, I don't know. It's, it's It just seems weird. It seems like a lot of power may have went into this for something that I just don't understand quite yet, you know? Yeah, they're, they're trying to take another market from somebody else, but I don't know. They need, they need to give us something Which more is a to huge make powerhouse us right now. So yeah, yeah, you need you need to give more functionality, more more reasoning. More yes. Anyway, it seems to be um, anniversaries. Uh, somebody has removed the fact that it's Quake Three Arena, fifteen year anniversary yesterday, and it's the PlayStation. <sighs> yes, you PlayStation for PlayStation yep. turns twenty. PlayStation 4 20th anniversary. Because yeah, it's not the 20th anniversary of the PlayStation 4 unless I've been in a coma. It's the Yeah, but it's the PlayStation <laughs> 4 20th anniversary edition. Right. It there is. we go. Looks a so special cool. version of... Ooh, it's shiny, isn't it? Dude, there's only 12,000... I... Do you... Okay, Code, you do you know when you this is going to be announced? Like, I know you said pre... <laughs> Saturday morning at 10 a.m. PST. There we go. Yep. Wow. It's... 
12,000 of them are for sale. 12,000. What was the exact 12, number? 12,300. Paul, are you going to attempt it? I'm going to attempt it. I think it, like, just looking at it, it is so fucking cool. So it's, it's a white one, isn't it? It's yeah, and look at like the. No, it's it looks like, like the PlayStation gray. one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the play, It's the original PlayStation colors. Yeah, yeah. The and the gray. buttons right. and everything. Oh, is it uh, North America only? No, it's worldwide. Oh. There's only twelve thousand three hundred available to everyone. Where did like that throwing? number from? Was that the number of original Playstations that sold the first quarter or something like that? Like, where'd that number? I come highly from? doubt that because the PlayStation, the original PlayStation, was a wildly, insanely, yeah, uh, well, right. high-selling console. Maybe uh, I don't know where they pulled day. that number from. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Mm, yeah. Well, this, should, uh, this should be fun. I, I do you think. How are they going to... Is there really only going to be 12,300 of them? Yeah, man. Yeah. It says that. Yeah. They wouldn't yeah, lie. It's got a plaque on each each one of them with the number engraved on it. So I think that it would be a little I just feel weird. Like, I, I I think that they would make a huge killing if they just didn't have this. But they well, don't want... They want the, the whole, you know, the, the feeling of something that's very rare. Yeah. This is like a prestige sort of thing. Not really... This isn't meant didn't, to be... Didn't Nintendo do that with like the gold cartridges and things like that? Sort of. Yeah, yeah. it's a I prestige extend, item yeah. too. Yeah. But those were more much much more widely available. They were limited, though. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, so how, how are they going to um, ascertain? You know, distribute these uh, through the site. They'll sell them. Yeah, on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific time, there's going to be the a. Keynote. Uh, a keynote, yep. And somewhere around there, they're going to announce the, the details for pre-ordering this special edition PlayStation, at which point I imagine it's going to explode or go the down. The internet's just going to overload. <laughs> it is and going to go down. And then you'll see them on eBay. lucky scriptwriters are going to own themselves a new PlayStation 4. What do you it think sucks. they're going to sell for on eBay? Uh, <laughs> wow. My, my personal guess of the, the retail dollars? price coming from Sony is I think it's going to be like five or six hundred dollars to start with because it includes the camera and obviously it's an extremely limited run and it's very well like put together. It comes with a nice box and all this extra stuff. So I think it's going to be expensive to start with. And then once it once they're all gone, then on eBay, they're going to probably go upwards of fifteen hundred or higher. It's crazy. Um, I think you'll here, see it higher than the fifteen hundred. Yeah, because I mean the PlayStation Four and stuff, or maybe not four. I don't know. I didn't really watch that one, but like PlayStation Three was selling for like two thousand dollars on the release date, just because people were crazy. It says the twelve thousand three hundred number reflects the launch date of the original PlayStation. I don't know what exactly that means. One. Oh yeah, December three hundred. December three hundred. Yep. Mm-hmm. I yep. remember that day. Like, <laughs> I remember that day. Yesterday. January. The first. The first of the twenty-three months. No. That doesn't make any sense. Is that October? So it's been 20 years since the launch of the original PlayStation, which released in Japan on December 3rd, 1994. So that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Maybe it's like 12,300 minutes have passed. Well, it'll be 12,394. <laughs> 12,300 minutes have passed. Where did you go to school well, they, for they basically didn't <laughs> I did. <laughs> How does Maybe it calculate the 1994 time? <laughs> I don't even know what's happening anymore. It, well, the date was January twenty third, ninety four, right? I don't know. <laughs> no, twenty. That's just December. 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 What? December third? Yeah, I think today. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So where the fuck is zero zero come from? Like that? I, I guess. Know, I guess just ignore should, the zero zero. Just shave yeah. that off. That's a nice round number. Right. Right. 
Because it really should have been <laughs> 1,200 and what? I'm sorry, 12,394 units is how many yeah. they should have sold. Fuck, so I'm they're dying 90, over they're here. What maybe they had maybe they had 94 employees who were going to get one before the uh, before anybody else. Ah, <laughs> those are just there. Left. We go. Yeah. Those are not numbered. They yeah. they just have to know. Okay, can you can you buy white? Because I've seen white PS4s, but yeah, those, are those are like the Destiny ones. Yeah, there's the white Destiny PS4. It's also limited, but not anywhere near as much. So. Is that uh, that pattern on the normal PS4s as well? No. You... no, no, that's unique to the special edition one. Do you think that uh, the the edition that you got would raise, like, increase the price on eBay? Like, if you got like number two, do you think it'd, it'd sell a yeah. lot higher? Yeah, yeah. Like, whoever gets number one, whoever that lucky person is, has they're going to have basically like won the lottery in a sense because <laughs> there is only that one you think the price so like is, uh, 499 pounds by the way oh i was oh so that's about right then 499 pounds yeah that would be about that's 550 600, 600. yeah 600 700 dollars i think um but yeah i was watching a a video of rare sort of game consoles and there's a lot of really really interesting ones uh dreamcast you know game boy advanced like limited runs 50 100 produced and they don't really sell for as much as you think they would and i'm wondering you know will will, will this take that route or would it be really expensive well, regardless i i don't know which particular items you're referring to it was they, like they do uh, go all over the board do you remember the the diver dreamcast which is like a tv and a dreamcast built into one have you have no. you seen that before? Mm, it was no. a very limited run console, and it it doesn't really sell for extreme amounts, even though there was only a couple hundred produced, I think. But that's because it's that would be because of supply and demand, basically. Some things are more coveted yeah, than yeah. others. Like uh, there's um there was an, an NES that was also a TV, like what you're talking mm-hmm. about with the Dreamcast, which was a rare item as well. Um, they go for like two fifty or three hundred dollars if you can find them, and they don't always work. But yeah. you'd think that something like that would be even more expensive, right? Because it's such a rarity. But the fact of the matter is, the, the people didn't know it existed, so there wasn't any demand built up for those sorts of things. So there's not there's a special subset of people looking for them, and those are the people who dictate what something costs, you know, in mm-hmm. the collector's market. So just because something is rare doesn't mean it's going to be expensive, but something like this where it's right now it's being widely marketed and I think that it'll be remembered that this existed and lots of people know what PlayStation is and blah, blah, blah. Like Dreamcast was a side console, for example, you know, smaller market, fewer people involved, smaller prices. Mm -hmm. Pause still laughing about that. (laughs) Look, someone did a fat art for you here because... Your 365 days coming up. I was just looking at the top, like little uh, logo there. There's a fucking Milky Way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a Milky Way! <laughs> Chronologically accurate, man. <laughs> oh, We're God. just working towards that Milky Way. Yeah, is really the the objective here. <laughs> I think I, I, I'm so tempted to try and get one of these. This, if you this do, little, can I well, it? I think we all should try to get one. Honestly, there's no reason not to. I want one desperately, but I, I don't have high hopes. <laughs> this little Dreamcast thing that P- Pyro linked is adorable. Dude. <laughs> it looks like uh, one of the chews from Choo Choo. Do you think they'll have Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? Yeah. Oh, it's a it? chow. Uh, yeah. I think it is anyway. 
I'm not yeah, sure I, want I want one of these. I don't care about the PlayStation anymore. Now I want this little adorable thing. <laughs> CRT monitor with a Dreamcast built in. Yeah, it's like, man. It's like the original IMAX, isn't it? I want to like just replace all its innards with like like a Tamagotchi, basically. Dude, and just like sit there and like feed it every day on my desk. You don't, you don't worry, need... little blue box. I'm gonna feed you day. Just Tamagotchi with a shit. Get, get this and get a copy of Seaman uh, for the Dreamcast, and then you're all set. Seaman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's well. Does it go in good eye? Yeah, yeah, basically, yes. It's, yeah. This thing looks like a little bit like a little semen. If you, <laughs> if you made a, a series where you just had this thing and you played that game on this thing with like a camera over your shoulder, I would be, uh, I'd be all into that show for sure. <laughs> I have to look up what semen is now. Oh yeah, yep. semen. It was a it was an exclusive Dreamcast game where you raise. This oh yes, I remember man. looking at this. It's so it ridiculous. Look like a semen, <laughs> yeah, and you like teach it, and it's it's really creepy and weird and, and amazing. It looks weird. The actual fish has yeah. a face. Why? <laughs> oh, what the hell? It talks to you. Yeah, this looks <gasps> kind of terrifying. <laughs> Do Tamagotchi still exist? Yeah, man. Really? Little kids somewhere have to keep little robots alive. This is six to eight hundred dollars for for one of those. Yeah. Wow. So that's pretty. Pretty much what you would think it would be. Well, I'm I'm gonna buy a PS4 eventually, so I might as well try. I'm gonna try and buy a Tamagotchi. I'm gonna check out eBay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys Paul's play Tamagotchi? Tamagotchi. With, he, he Have you guys his... played with the Tamagotchis? Yeah, man. I do you remember when they used to shit and then like just this big broom would like. Go from like left to right to clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I they the sell Pikachu for fifty one. bucks. Wait, these are relatively newer looking ones. What? No, yeah, they, they still make. They, make, they, they still make them. Tons of, oh yeah, there's tons of them. What? Why don't I have like eighty? Like, uh, what's your favorite? I don't know. I mean, there's they they're like they got tons of like themed ones now too. Like, get you a Hello Kitty one. Dude, let's do this. They're colored <laughs> now too. Do they have Minecraft ones yet? That would seem totally something like it would sell. <laughs> Clean up Steve's shit. There was like a, there seems to be like this craze where, because well, Tamagotchi came out and they were fairly sort of low key here for a while. And then there was like a billion companies building all these games that were, you know, like, like there was sort of like cubes that you could link together and the little yeah, Tamagotchi guys that. Could, could interact with each other and go from room to room. And uh, everybody pets. started putting these, yeah, creepy LCD screens everywhere. No, there's no Minecraft Tamagotchis. That's what we should do. Let's just start a series in Minecraft where we just I just sit there and you feed me. And I'll poop. <laughs> nah. Dude. And, and then I'll cry sometimes. Gudagachis. Let's do this. <laughs> Gudagachi. Oh, God. It sounds so weird. <laughs> what do you do tonight? I'm playing Gudagachi. <laughs> it would work. I can see it being a big success. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. let's let's talk to Microsoft licensing see if we can get proper Tamagotchis going. <laughs> no, 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 Gudagachis, get it right. Gudagachis, yes. He just he just throws up. Whoa! Just throw. Oh God! He just throws up. <laughs> you Dude, too much. This is like beep 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 beep. beep. This just in: Tiger removes Grand Theft Auto Five from shelves in Australia. Really? Right now. They Why? have, quote-unquote, we've been speaking to many customers over recent days about the game, and there's significant level of concern about the game's content. 
of no customer has We've also had customer target. feedback in support of us selling the game, and we respect their perspective on the issue. So However, we'll we feel the decision to stop selling GTA V is in line with the majority views of our customers. You know what? How about this? Let the customers decide. If they don't yeah. want it, they won't fucking buy it. We don't yeah. like things, stop so censoring you shouldn't have fucking it. people. I hate that. Yeah, I, so, I do so, feel so, sorry for Australians. They do have a really hard time on a lot of things. Well, I assume they can well, still buy it on. Country. It's, it's everything's <laughs> it's there true. to kill you. They should be allowed to play whatever they want. Exactly, exactly. And uh, they get pretty screwed over with game prices as well, don't they? Yeah. So they're gonna have to download that digitally, which is gonna cost a fortune. Honestly, digital purchases nowadays for me have cost more than the actual game buying from store uh, sometimes. Oh, yeah. So. I did see somewhere, I think it was on Reddit. That, see, it's not, uh, it's not even just Rated R. Like, they said that apparently they'd sell other Rated R DVDs and games as well. It's just Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, mm -hmm. they've just been looking at the media, haven't they? They're not actually listening to anybody who's buying the damn thing. That's crazy. Complaints from people who probably would never have bought the game. Right? You know? So, well, why? Why do you put... I wonder if these people know they're doing that, like, intentionally. Do they think they're doing a good thing for the service of their community by doing that? Yes. Supporting? <laughs> yes, that's what they think. <laughs> so I didn't it's, read that, but you guys read that. I didn't read that because I don't like to read words. I like to listen to them like <laughs> audible books. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have listened to any audiobooks recently. I've been listening to it, though, uh, by Stephen King. I never actually read that. Oh, I'll take it back. My stepdad tried to read it to me when I was a little kid. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like I was like seven or something. He's like reading me it. But uh, yeah. So that's the audiobook I've been listening to. Because I don't so want I don't you know. to sleep ever again. Right. It was my nighttime like story time. So yeah. And then yeah, it this was, clown it was not came out from under the bed. Yeah, right. <laughs> Worst fucking nightmares as a child. I uh actually have been listening, re-listening to Long Walk to Freedom on uh, on my phone, which is the Sad. Nelson Mandela autobiography. Man, that, that shit is insane. Like, it's hard to believe that that actually happened. A lot of the things he went through, it sounds like a movie, but uh, it's well, really it's interesting. <laughs> well, I guess it is a movie as well, but it is a good book. I, I have uh, great difficulty in, in, like, associating what goes into your head in terms of things you read and what comes out of your mouth. Yeah, I know. I, I do. It is a bit weird. Like, you wouldn't expect a lot you of listen things to I some, read. You read and listen and just fill yourself with, like, all this knowledge. And then you're like, maybe 12,300 <laughs> minutes have passed since fucking so <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just passed. <laughs> well, I try. That's all that Man. matters. Bless him. Audiblepodcast.com slash Minecraft. Yep. Your free audiobook of your choice. <laughs> Not mm. Minecraft. Yeah. Oh, I should actually do that. Mm. Get your free audiobook badge. Yeah, I should. Yeah. I should. You should. Because I, I do listen to, I, I listen to the radio many times. Well, the good I, for, I, it's good for weight loss. Weight loss. You go out on a walk with your headphones on. Did you say I it's good for eat. nighttime weight loss? Good for weight loss. Not necessarily nighttime. You can do it any oh. time of the day. Okay, I was like, does your weight lose quicker at night? It's afraid of the night. It's afraid of the day. It's cooler at night, so you can walk further or run further. Mm, I see. And you can listen to more audiobooks. Yes. Mm -hmm. Anyways, questions? Ask oh, crack time! Alright, I'll do it today. Hi, Podcrackers. After a lot of soul-searching and introspection, I've come to the mm. conclusion that the podcast is my favorite Minecraft series. That made me wonder, 
what's your absolute favorite series or video or other creative thing you've ever made? Is it your favorite because you're proudest of it or because it was the most fun to make or some other reason? Thanks for answering. Kate! Hmm. Hmm. This question. I've only made shitty videos. <laughs> hey, me too. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I got like 3,000 some videos now. Recently, the Alien's been something I've been really enjoying, but that's it seems like that's too simple of an answer because it's just fresh in my mind. You and your goofy headset. Mm. Dude, my headset <laughs> is perfect for the world. I just like just jealous. I love reading the comments about the headsets. <laughs> and I can see it because, like, the wire goes like thirty feet above your so your head. <laughs> it's like I'm catching planes as they fly. Exactly. Right? You can hear looks... the the conversations through. The, never mind. I don't want to. I don't want to go into it. it. Doubles as a radio antenna. Yeah. Yeah. I still think it looks like a carrying handle. <laughs> he just picked me up and take just... me somewhere. Yep, yep. Take Let's me to go. go <laughs> it's like a good suitcase. So we need one. <laughs> but it won't hold anything for long. Uh, no. Honestly, for me, because it, it took a while to get everything set up and I, I screwed it up and I, I need to rethink how to do it, is the Battle of the Bros. Like the way I did it, I was doing it. I was, I was, like it's on hiatus right now, and I'm going back into it, but I'm not putting it out like I was. Because I, I, what I should have done was put it out like a series, meaning like I record it ahead of time and then like like record 12 episodes and have that as like a season. Because mm -hmm. the way I was doing it before is I was, I was doing it like every week, and it, just, it was just a lot of time. So to the people who are wondering what happened to it, it's going to come back. I just got to make sure it's done properly but that's that was easily my favorite thing that I've I've done in recent times. You should have just called it abuse to Kyle. Hey man, it's not my fault he sucks at games. I think you're like <laughs> it's like you you should find something that Kyle is really good at and you should have to compete no, in No, what we did is we sat there. down, we 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 both put in games and we just do a randomizer every single time. Oh, so he does those were games that he could have beat you at? Yeah. Okay. Like we sat like yeah. We've already sat down. We we have like all the punishments that we're going to be doing, but we don't know like in what order. We have also sat down and we've also chose the games that we're going to play. Like I said, what we do is at the start of like before we record, I'll put the the games that we've we've already done aside, and then I'll put the ones that are that we haven't done. Just put them in a randomizer, and that game comes up, and then same with the punishment. So, but like I said, uh, what we're doing right now is we're taking like a month or so to uh, to try and record. We we got to get on that this month. And we're gonna do it like a, a season. Good luck. Thank you. But that that was that was something I've been wanting to work on for a while, and it was it was awesome to finally have that out. But I wish I had it a bit more ironed out. I see. You? I mine. I probably want to say uh, there was a let's play of a Pokemon game I did, Pokemon Black Two, and. Uh, I went pretty hardcore with that, like put a lot of difficult settings on, a lot of custom rules, like if a Pokemon faints, dead, can't use it again. It was a really, really hard game to play, and I did a lot of editing in it for the, the sidebar and the party at the bottom, and that series ended up being like, I don't know, I think 60, 70 episodes, put a lot of work into that, and really enjoyed playing it, so hey, Pyro. probably one of mine. Yes? If you were recording... And like five minutes in, your first Pokemon fainted. Did you ever like go back and like make sure you uh, didn't faint? Yeah, I did. I'm not gonna lie. Like, wow. I, oh, like if I get cheered. if I get if I get 
like bullshit crits, basically critical hits. So you, when you're first battling, he lands a crit and you die. Like, I just can't accept that. The only time I ever <laughs> do that is with the Binding of Isaac. Like, if I'm like five minutes in and I die, I'm like, fuck, I'm not putting that up. <laughs> so I'll restart. You know what? I'm so so bad sometimes that if I go in to uh, the first item room and I get a shit item, I'll just hit R. Yeah, I've seen you do that before. <laughs> Dude, who was so, the fucking butterbean first item room, right? No exactly. It, it puts such a like depressing tone on your run. <laughs> I'm gonna change my answer. Mine's the four four challenge. I just, I just, you just came to my mind. That's probably my favorite thing I've done. Even though, like, when I look back at it, the quality was shit, and I had to add so much fucking brightness, you can even could see anything. It was the whole, all the videos look so washed out too. That was the first series I watched from you. Mm. Yeah, that's how we met, or something. I don't know if it's how we met, but good four four challenge. Really, I. I don't know. It's t- your, your sense of time kind of distorts, doesn't it? A little bit, yeah. That was like four years ago, basically. Yeah. Oh, God, was it? Because I, I feel like that was a long way into my watching of you that, that you started doing that. Maybe it wasn't so far. I remember getting so afraid to play every time because I was just so convinced I was going to die. And like the longer it went on, the more like anxious I would get every time I'd play. Like, there's a couple times where I missed a week because I was just too anxious to play. I was like, I'm going to die. I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to play. <laughs> that was it. And you didn't play? Didn't play. Didn't play. Aw. Ah, I, I hate questions that are like, what's your favorite this or that? Cause... Well, you're always going to think of the answer like an hour later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's almost exactly the problem. Um, I, I really enjoyed the old sort of the, the Nancy Drew stuff. That was always fun, but... Yeah, I, I don't know anything really. Oh, anything you remember really? Dungeon Realms? Do you guys remember that Dungeon Realms game that we played? It was like the MMO. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, you know they moved over to Minecade and Minecade's dropped support for them. So they were talking to us about if we wanted to. I don't, I don't know if it's going to happen with it, but it'd be really cool because I, I really enjoyed playing that back in the day. Yeah, that was fun. The worst was just we couldn't get away from anyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But and then of I course they're so like good. their their solution was to give us like a private server, but then we we're like. But that kind of takes here? away from the <laughs> yeah. There's the no one here. We just want to we want to be you know someone else. I want to be Jeffrey or something like that. You know. <laughs> well, you don't want Jeffrey. Jeff. Yeah, the trouble is you can you can only play an entire series of it and then release it, can't you? Because right, you can right. Do a change your name. Yeah. No, straight away. But... Yeah, yeah no, you, that was go. fun. That was that was good fun. Okay. Hmm? Do you have a series uh, of years that's your favorite ever? I think TTT has become my favorite ever. Really. Doing that uh, is really, it's really rewarding when you manage to come up with a, a plan and make it play out and you see people reacting to it and that's, it's just really satisfying. So, this last session I think was my favorite ever. I think it was just because there was less people. I know people were probably going to want to hear that, but I think, I think honestly, when I first started playing, I thought more people would make it better, but now we've done it for a while. I think five is like a sweet spot, honestly, but yeah, it's definitely, I mean, personally, I feel like five or six. I like the two traders thing because you can have a little bit more distraction going on. There's a lot more pressure when you're the single trader. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think I really liked as as, that this time, but yeah, sorry. No, it's it's a cool twist because of the fact that you have you have a lot more pressure and, and making a move is a lot more dangerous because if you don't manage to pull something off without being spotted, you're basically done because all of a sudden everybody knows. So you have to be a lot more... You have to be a lot. You have to plan a lot more uh, in that situation because you don't have anybody <laughs> taking the heat off of you. 
like when I'm standing there on a snow embankment looking at the other three guys and you shoot me in the head. <laughs> I, I really don't know what I was thinking on that one. That was just weird. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, I'll shoot him. And then I knew that it was bad. And I knew that, that basically <laughs> outed me, but uh, it's good. All right, next question. Uh, so lately I've found myself doing a lot of animation making and editing it at every turn. Something has gone wrong with it. I was finally able to finish the project, but it got me wondering, do you guys ever have a video go terribly wrong and how do you deal with it slash react to it? Battery juice. P.S. Thanks for reading my question and all the great content. Oh, and yes, pause. It is an awesome name. Sadly, you can't get a custom URL unless you meet a lot of requirements like have 500 subs. Battery juice. I mean, if I have one that's gone right straight away, I think it's probably a better question. I mean, I've, I've spent the last two days rendering a bloody uh, intro for a series, and it's just keep getting memory errors and all sorts of things. It's just. Anytime I've ever think, tried to learn animation, it's going horribly wrong. Yeah. It's, it's, the, the, the trouble is, the, the, the more you do it, the more complicated you tend to make it because you, you, you're learning new skills and you think, well, okay, well, now I've learned I can do this. Let's put it in. And then you put other things in, and then you need to have a, a, a stronger and, and faster computer, and otherwise everything just collapses around you. It's, it's, it's a never ending cycle sometimes. But uh... I find that it's not often that something goes horribly wrong. With, like, I can't imagine a situation where something goes horribly wrong with the video that isn't just an unfixable, unpredictable thing. Like, the other day I had my uh, my mic go out after doing audio tests and everything was fine. Everything was good. And then my mic decided to quit when we actually did the real recording. <laughs> I can't fix that. I can't, like, there's like nothing I can do about that. So that's not like... That's that's what always happens. It's like I go to I go to edit and then it turns out, oh, no audio. What the fuck happened? Well, I have to throw this out. Yeah, yeah, Dick story. Yeah, it's kind of black and white. Yeah. See, me recently, I did a recording with Rob for the forest, and I ended up accidentally deleting it. <laughs> and I downloaded yeah. some programs to try and recover it, and it didn't happen. That's why I deal with it. It's just you know whatever. It sucks. It never but... comes back the same, man. Have you read Pet Cemetery? <laughs> For me, I, I, I almost thought I did that yesterday with the Mario Kart stuff, um, but I managed to get it back. Uh, it was just audio recordings in different formats. I've done it before. I've deleted footage, and it's been really depressing, but I mean, I can't the really is, get it back. So When you accidentally delete some footage, um, and then you go to your recycle bin, you've always got a load of footage from like two months ago. I know, but then... you deleted two minutes oh ago. Oh my god, it's so... Gone. pisses me off. Yes, and it's always the same. It's not good. No. It sucks, but, I mean... Gotta put it behind you. Yeah. Just keep on trucking, you know? Keep on trucking. And whine on Skype. And whine on Skype. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, did I whine on Skype? I didn't whine on Skype, did I? I'm not accusing you. (laughs) Oh, it's like... (laughs) I don't think I even told any of you guys this. It's like, what? Wow. It wasn't me. I didn't whine. I didn't whine, man. I promise. (laughs) This next question is long as hell. Yeah, there's this a lot. All right, so this Damn, next Kathy. question comes in from Kathy. It's a three-parter. Says, dear podcrackers and guests. Well, no guests here. But first off, want to say love the podcast. I've been re-listening to a bunch of the old po- episodes after I catch up on what's new in my subscription box. It's funny when I ran into the podcast where the question initially got started. My question today deals with marriage, specifically in young people. I live in in Utah, an area where the outside view on marriage is already screwed. 
I noticed that a lot of people around my age, 19, are getting engaged and married. It's been like that my entire life, where 17 to 20-year-olds get married. So I never thought anything about it, of, of it until growing up and realizing in other places that people are typically older when they get married. In this last month alone, November, I had two friends, both 18, who got married, and I can instantly think of seven people I know who are engaged or already married, all of whom are of my age or younger. I don't see an issue with it. It's their life. I just find it odd. My first question is, where you live or grow up, was it common for people this seemingly young to be getting married? No. Not. I, yes. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where I grew up, I, I recall that being like there was a number of kids that got married like right out of high school. That's that isn't seen. I can imagine that. I think it's if it's a more um, like where there's more dominant religion sort of yeah. going yeah, on. Like in Utah, it's... there's definitely that, right? There's there's right. more. I, I think is there is there you know you're not allowed to have sex before marriage. Is that why religion? they're getting married early? I think they, I think uh, the hormones kick think... in. Well, Bethany, there's lots of reasons. Will you marry me so we could finally have sex? I think, well, that, I think when that, you're that age, that is. Yeah, that that that's that's quite a strong dominator of, of your thought process when you're 18 to 17, isn't it? It's you know uh, that that just amazes me how you can make such a commitment at that age. Like yeah. for me, I I look back at myself when I was 18, and I seem like a completely different person. And it's only been like three years. I look back when I'm 22, and that was like four years ago. I'm a lot different now too. Well, that's since yeah. I got married when I was 16, I guess, because I'm with the same woman I'm then as I am now. Mm. So, no, I think you know. It's not to say it's never going to work. It's just yeah, statistically, yeah. it's less likely to work. I think. Uh, you, well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's. I mean, that's the same thing to be said about. Let's like, like, forget about relationships, all marriage, all that. The same thing to be said about you're you're deciding your entire career path at that age too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah I think that's, that's all. Mm-hmm. You're not really qualified to do either of those things at that age. I mean, I, I'm I'm looking at jobs at the moment, and you got to fill out these sort of application forms. It's like, oh, what what qualifications do you have? And I said, well, I I've worked in a career for the last twenty years where qualifications are pretty much irrelevant once you've had your first job, because as a designer, your everything about you is about you know the work you've done. So what I did twenty years ago when I was sixteen, seventeen, is is it's not a reflection on me as a person now. It's it's completely pointless. And you're right. It's you change dramatically. Uh, yeah, I I know that for, uh, here in the states, there's a lot of pressure to to get married and have kids, and there's there's pressures of all kinds going on. But there's definitely a sort of atomic family sort of thing like indoctrination almost, where you're supposed to do this, 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 and that pressure starts as, almost as soon as you get out of high school. Fuck that. It, it See depends ya, on what, I'm going to become uh, a hermit. Yeah. It depends, it depends on where you where you grow up regionally a, a bit, I think. But, yeah. yeah. For sure. There's, yeah, I agree. It's like in sort the of South. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that there's there's also kind of unspoken prejudices a bit, too, in terms of how certain people view you. Like I, I know, like I've been with uh, Nakomi for coming up on eight years now. We're not married yet, and I know that like my my parents don't understand that. They when don't are you getting take us married, seriously. dude? Wait, when are you getting married? I hated that question. Where's the grandchildren? Right, right. 
Like, like she would quit. My mom would question, like, well, how, why are you guys living together? Like, uh, you know, it's kind of weird for not married people to live together. Like, what? Come on. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. I don't know her, her view. In Victoria, well, it's so. common, though. It's it's very yeah, common. Common law, isn't that uh, something? Like, whenever my wife first moved up here, my grandma would only refer to her as my friend. And his friend, <laughs> this is his friend, which she would introduce her to people. And this is his friend. Like, yeah, well, we fucked, too. <laughs> it's like, I never said that, but, you know, it's like, that's basically what you want to say. Yeah, that's uh, always awkward. That happened to me once. I'm like, but I've been, I've been seeing her for, like, five years. Why are you introducing me to her <laughs> as your friend? Mm-hmm. Relatedly, I generations, mean, man. another thing that part of that imperative that I don't want for myself is to have kids, which is another thing that kind of goes hand in hand with that, of the pressure to start, you know, cranking no out little callings. Ah, no, no little cool words. No, I don't. I have zero, zero plans and zero interest in having any kids. There goes Aww. the co-bloodline, everyone. Yeah, That's, that sucks. Running no this branch into the ground. No, no more scream a day in the year three thousand. I was hoping for the bloodline <laughs> to descend that far. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Well, hopefully, uh, Nico has a kid, so at least dogs <laughs> yeah, can live good. on. Right, uh, right. Uh, he's, he's fixed, unfortunately. So no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the second question. Well, we kind of went into that. What's your opinion yeah, on this? Yeah, yeah. So the third question is indirectly related to marriage. When putting your laundry into the washing machine, do you put the detergent in before or after the clothes? <laughs> Personally, I put it in before the clothes. Thank you for reading my question. I hope you have a lovely day, Kathy. Well, this I think is very dependent on where you are in the world because I noticed that. Americans like their uh, top opening washing machines. No, I've always got See, we have this machine where you put in the detergent in its own separate compartment and it releases after time. Yes, I have that. So. I use those little pods. What I do is I put the clothes in and I leave the front of the washer open. Then I'll I'll step back and try to shoot it in like a basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Kobe! Yep, and then the, we have the little, those little whatever they are, the things that add like the um, whatever flavor you want, like the the mountain spring or summer <laughs> flowers, whatever that shit is. It's like a, these crystals. I put those in the the part on the top, the little door where it distributes it out with the water. So that's very. When I was at uh, Blues, you know, and I'd, I'd do the wine washing there, it was a top loader, you know, in the basement, it's like an apartment. Um, and reading the instructions, it was like you put your detergent in first, so that's what I do. But at home, if I'm using one of the balls with your poor detergent in that, you put your clothes in, and then you put the detergent in on top of that. So, okay, well, I think it, it doesn't really matter. It's no, kind of like it under or over with toilet paper. Yeah. In the end, it's no, like that, that matters. a piece of paper. It's what matters. It's like it's like not it's like eating your food separately. It's all going the same place. Like it doesn't yeah. matter where you put the detergent in. Yep. It's all going to get washed. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> after you get the clothes washed, that's when the whole marriage thing I think starts to, or the relationship thing starts to factor in. Like Nakomi doesn't like hanging clothes. She doesn't like doing anything with the clothes. She just wants to take them out of the dryer and just keep them in a pile. <laughs> Ooh, that's how they get like that gross wet smell afterwards. Well, no, well, you have to dry. dry. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's just like we don't all just, like, wet clothes. Left. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, you said you said doesn't like to hang them up to dry. So I just no, figured that she just took them and get... threw them in the closet. No, no, I mean like wet. hang them up in the closet, like hang them on hangers, like they're done, they're clean, they're dry. <laughs> we don't uh. hang our clothes here. What the hell? <laughs> we live out in the country, um, but yeah, like. 
I mean, the only risk here is that they'll be wrinkled. But like me, it bothers me. It's like I want to hang them up. But we have so many damn clothes. It's like, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not. If she's not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. And there you go. See, I'm a lucky husband. I don't. I don't have to. I haven't washed clothes in a long time. It all stemmed because uh, I used to. Well, me and Andrea, we used to like live in like this really shoddy, fucking scary ass place, and the washing machines were like down in the basement. And I like I was way too tall for it. Like I actually had to like crouch and like turn my head. So <laughs> eventually, it just like ended up her doing it because she was short enough that she could just walk in there without like hitting her head on anything. And so yeah, she was kind of done yeah. it ever since, and I love her for it. Well, you've Good impressed her pause. because she's a woman. Having yes, paused. that's exactly it. <laughs> you ever have, uh, you ever have to use one of those ones that's uh, stacked on top of each other, where you've got like the the washer on the bottom and then the dryer on top or whatever? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are fun. Those are the worst. <laughs> I always wanted one of the ones where you, it's like automatic, where you just put the clothes in the washer, and after it's done, it like throws them over to the dryer for you. What the fuck kind of futuristic world are you living in? Yeah, what, what is hell? this? Those, no, like, they're, they're, like, connected. Yeah, they're connected, and like there's just like a door basically in the innards, and so once it's done washing, it just throws it into the dryer. No. Yeah, man. I need proof of this. You don't All just right. take his word. You I don't take his word. word. <laughs> no, that sounds way. Me and Co. both have never heard of this. Yeah. Co. is a reputable I person. Typing. You can finish the word washer and it washer dryer combos. This is this. Yeah, that's like the result. top and bottom one that Co. and no, I No, but they make them where, like I said, they, I don't uh, know, dude. Yeah, they're washing machines, and then when they stop washing, they, 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 they heat up. Okay, here you go. Here's one that's all in one. Yeah. Will you buy me one? No, I'd rather buy you an auto blow. <laughs> <laughs> so is that is that. A rarity in the states. So. See, but that's not the one where it pushes the clothes. No, no, this is this. So is the what you're still oh, saying yeah, is yeah, yeah. that you, they're not proving it. No robot arms on that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fine. I know these exist. I, 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 I know these ones exist. I didn't know about like the fucking robotic arms moving it in. Like, get over here, you wet clothes. I want to dry you. Get I would think here, that, that would be less, less good because if you want to do multiple loads. Right. What do you like? What do you do? Yeah. You can't, dude. I don't want to do multiple loads. <laughs> what? <la> in a man. Uh, in a, wait, you don't want to do multiple loads in a man? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just one load. You know that that'll do him. Multi loads well, is gross. Anyways, uh, hey guys, Corey here for Florida. I'm 19 and live at home with my parents, and I've never had a girlfriend Corey at home. And he said for Florida. He's representing the yeah, whole state. Corey into house. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Oh, no, from Florida, not for Florida. Okay. Not for lack of want. No, but Plus definitely said for, so yeah. Not for lack of want? all of Florida. Anyways, hey, guys. Corey here from Florida. <laughs> I'm 19 and live at home with my parents, and I've never had a girlfriend, not for lack of want. I played Magic the Gathering oh, at my college and met a lot of people there. I've been told I'm attractive, but obviously it doesn't pay for itself. It's a little depressing that out of a group of nerds, I'm the only one that's still a virgin. My question, did any of you guys think, or wait, did any of you guys have a similar problem growing up? How did you finally get out of this funk? Thanks for reading. You guys put a smile on my face. Corey. This will probably make you feel really better, Corey. Pyro is still a virgin. Why Why do you, why do you, why do you make that assumption for? <laughs> <laughs> See how defensive he gets? <laughs> Uh, if my mom's listening, so am I. Um, what? <laughs> What'd you just say? Oh, your mom thinks so. Okay, got it. Because uh, I'm not married. I don't. Um, I don't know. Like I've never, I've never understood that whole topic of you know. Oh, you're still a virgin. 
I don't know. Like, I've, who cares? What the because fuck does it matter? To, it's not. It, it's probably not even him worrying about other people's opinion. He just wants to get his dick wet, man, and he's frustrated because he hasn't. Yeah, but I'm still on this. I've, you know, if I if I met a friend, like. I don't care if you're a virgin. Who cares? Right. Like he may, he probably doesn't. He just, he's not saying, "What do I do?" Because my friends are picking on me. He just wants to know, like you know, hey, was, I, I, he's fr he's sexually frustrated, not because other people care. But he's asking, "How do you get out of the funk?" And I'm just, I don't know. Go to like, first, clubs, he, first he wants to know if we're the same. Like, if any of you had the same problem? No, because I've never cared about that stuff. You, no, no, you, you never you cared about never being with girls? You never sex before you, whenever, you, whenever you were a virgin. You just didn't care. I, I never really tried. You never I, had a girlfriend? I have. I just, I don't know. I never tried I for think, that. I think you're like adding something to it that's not there. He's just asking if we had problems getting girls. Period. <laughs> not I whether mean, people made fun of us for not being able to get girls or something like that. See, he says, I play Magic the Gathering at my college and meet a lot of people there. Does he mean a lot of people? Or does he mean a lot of guys? Because that could be an issue. The, the, I think the thing is, you've got to be in places where you meet women. <laughs> <laughs> and if you hang I've out, tried talking to girls. <laughs> yeah. Let's start at square one. You know, this, this, this is a fundamental issue. You know, he's saying I mean, that out of a group yeah. of nerds, he's still a virgin. Have any of you guys had the similar problem growing up? Yeah. Right. Were you also having trouble getting laid? No, yeah. because I wasn't actively trying to go out and have sex, though. So Paws fell into go. a vagina. We've established that. He didn't ever cry. <laughs> well, no, day, like... Walking down the street, tripped <laughs> and first right into a woman. So that's Paws' experience. <laughs> okay. I, I, I can relate to this to some degree because I was around lots of people. I mean, I was much younger. I wasn't 19, but whenever I was like 12, I was surrounded by all my friends were having sex. And I lived in Texas and everyone was fucking, and I wasn't. And I tried <laughs> desperately hard to be one of the people fucking, and I never quite accomplished that in a timely fashion. So I, I, I had similar frustrations. Like, everyone else is getting laid. I'm not getting laid. I'm pissed. You're not beating them up with a stick like pauses. Right, that's, yeah. not, that's not what I'm saying at all. Jesus God. <laughs> Just getting pussy wasn't my number one priority, you know? That's, yeah, that's no, all no, I'm no, saying. No, no. He's not saying that. Well, though. That's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. I guess the, the only reason why I never had this problem is because I guess, like I said, sex wasn't on my number one list. I didn't really. I, I, I didn't care if my friends were having sex. It didn't affect me whatsoever. That's all I'm saying. But didn't right. you lose your virginity at a very early age? I lost I, it at I, the age of 19. Oh, maybe it's a, maybe maybe you're a misunderstanding because it says problem. Like, like just what was what was your experience? That's all he was asking. I think he's just asking what your experience is. Did you have girlfriends? You, you just said you didn't have sex until 19, so there you go. But it wasn't... I've had girlfriends, care. but... mind. I, I had one when I was 18, 19, and then it went sour quite badly, and I went on a big, long dry spell for quite a while. And, and it, it, sometimes you're quite happy being single, and sometimes, you know, when you see your mates out, you know, having fun and whatever, you, you can be a little bit depressing. I think what Corey needs to do is move to Utah. All of his friends there <laughs> get married. married. And then he can go to their weddings, and weddings are a great place to meet. But women. you have to marry that girl first. Well, yeah, that is a problem. It is. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I, I don't know if it's the same in the U.S., but for me and a lot of my friends and a lot of the people I know, just once you start getting into an age where you can go out to nightclubs and stuff, it's just 
social hub really and you meet a lot of people if you go out to mm. clubs for college that was you went to a club three four nights a week in my first year of college so you were meeting loads of people all the time so i, I know it's a bit different in the u.s was uh it's, it's a self-confidence thing as well i mean he's he's being told he's attractive he should take that and then utilize that internally and say well, i wonder who's telling him that like yeah, I mean, it's, it's not it's, his it's, mom if some girl <laughs> has said that to you then you should take that as a hint from that girl yeah. that she, you know, unless it's your mom or your aunt or your sister. Well, that's the thing is that he could be, it could be that he's just very socially awkward. Like you can yeah. be attractive and still not be able to interface. That's what I'm saying. You know, you, you, you take that. You take that. Somebody, somebody out there has affirmed that you are attractive. And it's obviously a subjective thing anyway. Dude, why can't a guy tell he's attractive? Huh? Yeah. He could. He could have. But would, that's, not, that's not a cue to, I mean, unless the, the guy is gay and is hitting, hitting on him, it's not a cue that, that that's an opening is what I was saying. If, it's, if, if, yeah. if a girl about the same age as him has told him he's attractive, that's an opening for him to go further with her unless he's not attracted to her, in which case, you know, you'll just continue to be single. And there's I forget, men are usually pretty stupid, and, and <laughs> the the shyer guy, the less self confident guy, needs some neon signs telling him that the woman is a, you know interested. Uh, whereas there's the other guy that's totally so over self confident needs neon signs to tell him that the woman is not interested. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's about it, true, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 as I say, I think it's a confidence thing. If you if, if you take them on board that somebody thinks you're you know you're not hideous, then therefore the chances are that there might be other people out there that think the same thing. Use that. Go out there, talk to them. You know, introduce yourself, say hi. I'm so so, and it is it's not easy. Um, I you know I was painfully shy when I was that age, and, and you know I always thought the worst thing in the world to do is go up to someone and say hi, I'm so and so. You know, because that just doesn't seem natural but then i've got a mate you know who walk onto the dance floor at a nightclub strip his shirt off and within 10 minutes he's got three women on his arms you know and, and it's, it's all the self-confidence thing it depends on your personality yeah, i don't think yeah. that you can pull that stuff just out of oh, nowhere no. like i wouldn't recommend somebody if, if, if the problem is that he's socially awkward i wouldn't recommend that he goes to nightclubs or something like that like no, <laughs> all that's going to happen to you there is you're going to stand around feeling awkward and then you're going to leave <laughs> well Corey says he's at college i'm fairly yeah. certain that there's other things rather well, than what, just, you know, I was just going to suggest that like you go to go to social things where there's going to be a good mix of people that you feel comfortable being at and what happens is you just naturally meet people that's how it works and even if I'm you're socially mixed. awkward, you'll you'll find somebody. You'll find other hopefully. socially awkward friends. Few beers is always helpful. Not that and I then you're you're angry. that group of kids sitting at the table who everyone calls that socially awkward group. Of I mean, kids. He, play, he plays magic at, at college. I mean, I'm, women obviously do play magic, um, but I suspect st statistically they're quite in the. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm laughing because it's like. Uh, it's true, yeah. but it's you, definitely you, like a more no, male. I, I, okay, have you ever played Magic at? There wasn't a mix of like 50-50, but it was still probably like 70-30. There was... Really? Uh, there's tons, oh, yeah. yes. If you go to PAX and you, you go to the tabletop area, you see a total variety. Like every group is represented, so it's not like it's not like there's... Right, and I'm, not, uh, I'm You're not, not going to find people who are interested. That you dude, there's so many hot nerdy girls there. I'm Magic, but... I think in a limited pool, uh, as in like a college, because PAX has got 60,000 people there a day, you're going to have a wide variety. At college, you're going to have a fairly limited pool of people that are going to be interested. So well, while you're doing that, go and do some other... Yeah, go and do some <laughs> other interest as well. Yeah, you can't just do one thing. Don't put all no. your eggs in one basket. If you've got other interests, try yeah, finding social clubs. engagements relate to those. Go, go do you to like exercise? Do exercise, though. <laughs> 
<laughs> or that. You could always get a hooker too, I guess. Oh jeez. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, he's not. That is a viable option, but you know, you do what you want. No one's gonna stop you. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't actually recommend that for someone that's trying to lose their virginity. I think that would be the most terrifying, terrible, traumatizing experience in your life. Because at the end of the day, like you're just gonna be like, oh, that's sex. It's, I don't know. Like, was sex that's, for that's you like, guys like when you the first time? Was it everything that it was made out to be? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was the the end part was pretty great, but yeah. Was, but I mean, like, <laughs> it's always a bit of a stum- stumbling, you know mistakes isn't it because- i don't know it's just weird because like in high school you know everyone talks about like sex and it's like everyone puts it on the pedestal and uh, the first time i had it's like huh, that, that that was cool but like okay i don't want to stop it into a vagina that's not what happened <laughs> you. see it's it's the same with everything though in high school everything's hyped up like uh alcohol drugs and then when you eventually get to that point it's like okay Okay, well, no, let's face it. it. Alcohol is legit, but don't yeah, drink it. Alcohol lasts longer than 15 seconds. Yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. This just in, bad last 15 seconds. <laughs> oh, I lasted the first time. I remember the look of disappointment on the woman's face. <laughs> it's nothing but sadness there. She didn't get anything out of that. Oh, she had sex with a child, what she expect. <laughs> so... Anyways, uh, the last question comes in from Abby. It says, hey, guys, my question is more directed to the full-time content producers, but any reply is relevant. So do you guys ever procrastinate while attempting to create content? If so, how do you avoid this? Turn also, has there ever been times where you have procrastinated slash wasted time for an extended period of time? Abby! It's been a hard time disappointing women. <laughs> 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who doesn't procrastinate, man? I'll, ask, I'll answer this later. I think I everyone saw, does. I, I saw a comment that, that, that uh, <laughs> the other day, actually, that that pointed out that the the whole thing of procrastination is you're putting off something that makes you anxious, which is exactly what I mean. That made a lot of sense to me. Like work makes me anxious. I'm stressed out about it. If I procrastinate, it'll get worse. But I'm mm-hmm. also not having to face it for as long as I'm procrastinating. Yeah. And the, the, the compulsion to distract myself from it gets more and more intense the, the closer I get to actually doing it. Like when I start to do it, I I'll feel like, oh, man, I just want to play a game. And I'll like turn to the TV and I'm like, no, 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 no. No, you're right. It's like you got to pull, pull the sticky plaster off quick, isn't it? It's, it's, it's like There's, getting out of the way. I've been looking into uh, like the actual why procrastination happens in the brain. And I was reading a book a couple weeks ago uh, called Feeling Good, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. It's a type of therapy. I think I wrote that. (laughs) It's a type of therapy that's used to treat anxiety, depression, procrastination, and other sort of (laughs) mental disorders. And uh, there's a really, really good uh, thing that I suggest in that book, which has helped me quite a lot. And it's literally when you need to do a task, you have to write down uh, why you have to do it. And if you don't want to do it, you have to write down why you don't want to do it. And it's slowly breaking down each... uh, thought into something rational that you can look up on paper and you know weigh your options out and you put down the advantages of doing it the disadvantages of doing it and you essentially put a choice in front of your brain that says okay ultimately doing this is going to be better than you know the pain of not doing it and that's helped me a little bit on some tasks that i've had a huge sort of resistance towards doing so i don't know it's called feeling good by david burns it's a good book man i i love like it, it came off to me as very like 
this whole cognitive behavioral therapy came off as something like a new age community would put out, but it's actually been scientifically verified and there's the science there to back it up. So it really caught my attention and I'm, I'm like, I'm liking looking into it a lot. The thing that bugs me about it is I feel like, how do you not sit there and go, well, I already know all the answers. Like I know why I'm not doing it and I know, like I can't write something to myself that I don't already know, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I guess I just don't understand how that stuff helps, but I, I've not tried it, so maybe that's why I don't understand. Yeah. Well, it's a decent book. I, I'll copy and paste the segment in there, but you can look at it later, I guess. Yeah, think, I'll check it out. I think we answered something similar, and I think you know one of the things that a lot of us did was start scheduling everything. Like, yep. yeah, this podcast, for instance, that Pyros doesn't seem to schedule because he asked me today <laughs> what time is the podcast. And if you uh, if, if you scheduled it, you know you would have gotten an email saying, "Hey, your podcast is in thirty minutes." So my problem was Google not knowing, knowing when it was; it was knowing what the time was right now. That was my problem. Well, don't you have like a watch or something? So don't you no, have I've like got... a computer that like? <laughs> I was playing a game. I was... <laughs> oh, dude! By the way, uh, I got this fucking. Um, have you ever heard of the Galaxy Gear? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This fucking watch that works with my phone and it shows me my little Google Calendar updates now on my watch. Oh, that's cool. I love it. Yeah, it's if so I could wear badass. something on my wrist, I would love to have something like that. But it just dry. I can't have things on me. It drives me crazy. Same here. I, I used to think that too, because I used to wear a watch and I'm I'm very fidgety. So as soon as I would put a watch on, the entire day would just take forever because I would constantly be like, Oh, it's uh, one minute later. What the right. now? Oh, it's another minute later. But now I like for some reason this thing doesn't bother me at all. I just wear it. And I don't have to look at it, and it'll give me little notifications when I get a tweet or when I've got a schedule update in my calendar. So I don't know. Maybe you can wear it. I think when the iPhone watch comes out, I'm going to give it a shot. That's out, isn't it? iPhone watch, is it? Yeah. Yeah. You can do it now. (laughs) I I know it it wasn't available with release, at least not in Canada, so I guess. They've got a whole section for it on their website, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. That's weird. I didn't even hear about that because, like I said, uh, when I went to go ask about, you know, if uh, Future Shop had them, or for you Americans, Best Buy, they said, yeah, oh, it's no, not just, available no, for launch. We're wrong. What about it comes out in early 2015? Yeah, I thought it was out. Yeah, too. yeah. They I have them on display at the Apple Store, or not the Apple Store. The uh, well, they probably do it at the Apple Store too, but the AT and T Store. I, I looked at one. Ah, so I was correct in my head. I'm all about yeah. these things, man. Like that. There's cool shit that they can do for fitness too. Like they they all have like pedometers built in. They can do your heart rates, that kind of stuff. So if you'd like to do the fitness stuff for like running or jogging, it's a pretty nice device. It's a pretty nice cool. device. Pretty nice. Anyways, that's gonna be it for the questions today. If you guys have a question for us, be sure to email us at podcast at minecraftlb.com and be sure to put podcast in the description. Well, not in the description, in the subject. <laughs> I want one with RFID built in. Not to <laughs> Let's well, get back to that watch talk, man. Fuck no, I'm, I know. I'm just. I'm sitting there looking at them all. They actually, the, the, the Apple ones look nicer than any of the other ones I've seen. They're nice. Yeah, they're really nice. What I want. That, that's a nice. It's very pretty. Watch. But, uh, yeah. You, you can you can put RFID directly under your skin. You don't need to worry about a watch. Oh, that's creepy. No. Well, I want that. I would love to have that. You could like have it unlock your door when you get close to your door. Oh right. no. That's the kind of doors I have in my house and stuff. Is is those kind of doors? No. I can unlock my phone and stuff. 
Um, but uh, I don't have a like an NFC device in it, so that's what I want. Like that was so that was great at Disney because you know just another thing that Disney's great about is the the little wristbands. Even though it was really hard for me to wear it, um, everything, every every purchase, everything, every unlocking your hotel room, everything is handled by your wrist. You just touch it. Fuck Pay that. For everything, whatever. It's great. Love it. That's 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 <laughs> that's the future, man. When people are gonna come up to you and cut off your fucking hand to get into your bank. Yeah, that's gonna happen. That's creepy. You've never seen like those like I, I forget which movie it was, but there's like this guy who had like a retina scan, so all he did was kill the guy, cut off his head, and then put his face up to the retina scan and got in. Today I learned everything. real. <laughs> hey man, the future's coming. Yeah, right in your eye, apparently. No, that's not cement, dude. That's not cement. Uh, all right then, Baz, wrap I think it we've up. Done all we can do here. Yeah, all that's right. the thing I got. Penis. Oh my god. Well, hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Sorry that Badge is such a shite bag when it comes to ending podcasts. Hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see you guys next week. Bye! Later. <laughs>